Well, now it's six minutes after four. We have a new edition, the news, every day, I guess, at four o'clock. Today we will discuss Megillas Esther because we only have three chances before Megillas Esther this year. It's about two and a half weeks from now we'll be pouring. So we're going to discuss Megillas Esther. Is everybody ready today? February 26th. 26 Adar, 2014, 5774, Purim. Let's hope that this Purim, Tavshinai and Dalid, will have the same Nisim as we had in Purim in Iran, Persia, a few thousand years ago, about 2100 years ago. Let's hope for the same Nisim over there in Bavel, that, because uh, that's Mesugal, the 14th day of Ador is Mesugal for Yeshua Hashem and, uh, and uh, for the Ibud of Rishoyim. Let us hope for that time will come again. We are going to discuss Megillah Esther. Now I'm asking you a few questions. If you know the answer, you can call here. You know our telephone number, don't you? I hope you do. If you don't, I'm going to tell it to you. Our telephone number here at mm, J Root Radio, the best uh, radio station in the world for Torah, because there is no other in this area uh, radio station. You want to know the numbers? Oh, you can call this, and I'll be here. Shidur Chai, you talk to me, and I talk to you. The number is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. That's right. Shevachat Shemoneh. Sheishmoneh Shalosh. Chamesh Shemoneh. Chamesh Shemoneh. Now, this is called Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah. Niflos Torah, The wonders of the Torah. I am trying to be open your eyes to the secrets of the Torah. There's a, something in the... And um, and Echa says, "Gal Einai, Vapito Niflos Metorasecho. Gal Einai, open my eyes, and I will see the wonders of the Torah." Yeah. All right. So, let's ask you some questions. You got the number? I'm sure you do. Seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight. This is your host, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Schwab, on in the studio here at. JRootRadio.com, JRootRadio.com, 97.5 FM, on the radio in Brooklyn. But if you don't have a radio <laughs> and you don't have a computer, you have to listen to us on the hotline. You can hear, but you can't call talk. 712-432-4217, 712-432-4217. And the archives exchange telecom, you want to play the back Radio program, 718-506-9099. Are we ready for now some questions? Are we ready for McGillis Esther questions? When did this happen, the story of Purim? Where did it happen? Why did it happen? Who were the main four characters in the Megillus Esther. That's number one question. Uh, why is it called Megillus Esther and not Megillus Mordechai? 
because it says in the Megillah that they wrote it, Mordechai and Esther, so why it's called Megillah's Esther? Hmm. Who was Mordechai? Did he have any relations with the government? How was he related to Esther? You know that Esther had no father and no mother? Could you explain that? Hmm. Why is he called Achashverosh? Who was he the son of? Who was Vashti the daughter of? Hmm. When did it happen? When was Haman hanged? When did they fast? If they fasted three days before Haman was hung, which was Erev Pesach, why don't we fast Erev Pesach for three days? Huh? Mm-hmm. Why do you read the story on Purim if Haman was hanged on Seder night, the second Seder night? What does it mean, Purim? What does that mean? Like I asked someone once, what means Chumash? He said a book. I said, no, a book is a, a safer. Uh, a Torah. I said, no, Torah is Torah. What means Chumash? Uh, Chumash is uh, a story. No, that's Sipur. What does Chumash mean? If you don't know the words you say, you're like a baby that doesn't know what he's saying. What means Chumash? What means Megillah? A story? <laughs> no, a story is a Sipur. Mm. What means Purim? How old was Haman? How old was Mordechai? How old was Esther? I'm not making this up. This is in Chazal. What's the gematria of Ar Haman and what's the gematria of Baruch Mordechai? Are they really the same? How come are the six fast days, you know that, man, woman, black, white, long, short, one of them is... Yontif, Yom Kippur, that's Minat Torah. Forget about that. So there's other five fast days. How come four of the five are Isser the Rabbanon to eat, and on Tanis Esther's only a Minhog? I mean, it's a fast. They, 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 how come the others is the Isser to eat because it's a, a mitzvah to fast? How come on Tanis Esther's only a Minhog to fast? Not an Isser? To eat, it's only a min hug to to uh, fast. How come Tanis Esther is a min hug, and all the other four are Isser Dravon? Why is Tanis Esther the weakest? Hmm. How did Esther get the Megillah's Esther in Tanakh if Tanakh was sealed and closed before Bias Shani? It had 23 books. It was sealed. How did she stick in the 24th book? Esther, Megillus Esther. How did she convince the Anshay Knesset HaGedolah to open up Tanakh and put in a new book called Megillus Esther? Tanakh was sealed with 23. How did she... What did she tell the Anshay Knesset HaGedolah that it should be in Tanakh? Hmm? How come there's Hilchas Hanukkah in the Shulchan Aruch, but there's no Hilchas Purim? How come? 
Yeah? How come there's no Hilchas Purim? And how come there's no simon marked Hilchas Purim? There's Hilchas Hanukkah, Hilchas Shabbos, Hilchas Yom Kippur, Hilchas Rosh Hashanah, Hilchas Shabbos, Hilchas Trefas, Hilchas Nida. How come there's no Hilchas Purim? How come? How come? And how come there's no word in the Torah called Aserus Adibros? Not once ever is there a word in our Torah called Aserus Adibros. You know, I'm trying to get people to think there is no word in the Torah called Aserus Adibros. And there is no simon and Shulchan Arach marked Hilchas Purim. Do you know that? How come? Ah, if you learn slow, you have a lot of prob- questions. If you learn fast, you have no problems at all. Hmm. Why is there no shame, Hashem, in the Megillah? Why? Why is Haman called Mahuman or Mamuchan? How many years did Bubble last after the Chorban? How many years of mistake did Achishmeris make until he permitted them to build the base of Migdash? And tell me that the ten sons of Haman have three little leathers, tough Shin Zion. What does that represent? The three little letters of the ten sons of Haman, tough Shin Zion, and one of the sons have a long Vav. Does that mean anything? And also, the Rosh asks a question. What means, Emcha? Hashem said, I will destroy a Molek. No. It says, Timcha, you should destroy a Molek. How could it be I or you would do it? What's more important, Kriyas HaMegillah? I mean, during the year, as a rule. Not on Purim. What is more Achash of a Mitzvah? Megillah reading or Torah reading? What's the most? Which one is more important? Mm, okay, and one more question. <sighs> um, why is there a big ches in the beginning? At the end of the gillum, a big tough, uh, Esther. Tough ches. Why? Why the big two letters? Mm-hmm. Okay, Rabbi Sai. we're going to open up the, the telephones. Iran will open up the telephone for all the callers. Our number, again, here in the studio is 718-683-5858. This is your host, Yosef Schwab, on the Wednesday, mm, 4 o'clock, question and answer on Torah knowledge called Niflos Torah. Are we ready? Okay, open up the lines. Moshe, you on the air? Um, Esther was Mordechai was a Mordechai was Esther's niece. How could a man be a niece? No, Mordechai Esther died young, and Mordechai raised her whole Mordechai raised Esther her whole life. So, what was Mordechai to her? Mordechai was a cousin, her no. uncle. Uncle, uh, correct, Moshe, and she was the niece, correct? Yeah. Very good, Mushy. Very smart. You want to, Can you know another answer? Anything else? Um, you said about um, what said that they fasted Dafka on Pesach. Right. That's when it came out. I'm not sure. It's a good child. But, 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 but Purim is on Adar, not on Pesach, 11 months later. 
My shaila is how were they able to even fast on Pesach? Why? You have the Seder. Where was the Heter? She said no Seder. She's a nutty. It was the Sakana Freshers, I guess. Yeah, sure. It's a Raj Sha'al, we call it. She yeah, said and, and you said about what's more important, Megillah and Torah. I think Megillah is more important than Torah. 100% right. Because Megillah because, is a Because if, if you miss one word, word in the Megillah, you have to hear it over. And if you miss the Torah, you don't have to, right? Right, correct. You ready? You want to see the emoji? Okay, yeah. Okay, stay on the line. Don't hang up. Hey, let's go to the next caller. Reuven, you're on the air. Yes, hi. The reason that we don't have Ha'ochah's um, Purim is because all the Ha'ochahs are Minchagim. No, uh, not right. We're reading Megillah as a mitzvah. No, but all the other Ha'ochahs, like Matan Levinim and all the other Ha'ochahs, they're all Minchagim. I know, but why is there a Shulchan Aruch, a title that tells you, for instance, Hilchas Purim, you have to read the Megillah? Two. Just one mitzvah, two. you have to read the Megillah. On Hanukkah, we only have one mitzvah, too. Halak is near Hanukkah. And on, on Hanukkah, you have to read, you have to say Alanisim, and Purim, you have to say Alanisim. So how come there's no sim in the Shulchan Aruch called Hilchas Purim? Um, You're very close, but you didn't hit it. Um, Call me back when you figure it out. Okay. All right, who's next? Miriam. Miriam, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? I want you to answer two huh? questions. I want you to answer two questions. Go ahead. Um, one, why is there a big ches in the beginning of the Miguel? A big ches, yeah. Um, because Achashreus wore the eight begotten of the Kohen Gadol. Ooh, he stole the eight begotten of the... Uh, very good. One answer. That's very nice. He stole the eight begotten. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what about the, the top at the end one, of the Megillah? Uh, why uh, the big vav is by the ten sons of Haman? Yeah, what's the vav stand for? Um, so there's little vav is coming to show the S that there's an added on. So there's really 11 children, and the 11th child um committed suicide, which was a girl who threw the garbage down on Haman when he was looking at the street. So how does Vav go to 11, make 11? Because it's Vav is and, and and oh, is usually and. to come. Oh, oh, no. oh, very good. And another girl, you mean. And Tess and Tess Zion, both the Rashi tables were for the year when the Holocaust happened, and there were 10 people that were hung that day on Hoshana Rabbah. And what is of that year, and the eleventh one was supposed to be hung also, but just like the girl committed suicide, he committed suicide in jail before the trial happened, like a day before he was supposed to die. Ah, Tov Shin Zion. What day right, is Tavshin that? Chafalis. Um, Tov Shin Zion is seven oh seven, right? Seven oh seven happened on Chafalis. Where something happened hold in it, hold October. It. And Vav is the sixth millennia, five thousand. 707, that equals in our calendar, 1946, when the 10 Nazis were hung, huh. one after the other, early in the morning, on Hoshana Rabbah, and the last one that was hung, Hashem put in his mouth to say, Purim Fest. Purim Fest. Julius Purim. He knew that this is like Purim. Right, Julius Streicher. Right, yeah. How did you know that? I actually just learned it today. <laughs> Oh, Shreicher Yamak Shemo. He yeah. said Purim Fest. 
He said he knew a little bit about Torah. He said this is Purim for the Jews because he sees ten Nazis got hung and the ten sons of Haman. Isn't that interesting that in the ten sons of Haman, they have three little letters, Tavshin Zion, with a Vav. Vav represents the sixth millennium, which is 5,000. Like today, we're in the 21st century, but it's the year 2000. So 52707 is 1946, and that's where Julius Schreiber and the other nine were hung on the Shana and that's the year 1946, which is 5707. And he understood that on Purim, we had 10 Nazis were hung. One of them, at night before, committed suicide, just like Homan's daughter committed suicide. You're 100% right. You get a CD, Miriam. Thank you. Welcome. Chaim, you're on the air. Hello? Go ahead, Chaim. Yes. Yeah. I, I would like to know, why did, uh, can I ask you on this week's Pasha, the question on no. this week's Pasha? You can ask me this week's Pasha, yeah. I, I, I want to ask you a question on this week's Pasha. Go ahead. Okay. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu, um, tell us what Russia says this week that Moshe Rabbeinu was and he wants that uh, the, he should build the, the Kalim and afterwards the Mishkan, and then Moshe Rabbeinu told Betalel, the, the, the meaning the wrong way that, Hashem told him, and then the teller told to Moshe Rabbeinu that that's the wrong way. That the, the right way is that we put on first the building, and then we put the cable. He said, what's the question? Why, so why did Moshe Rabbeinu tell for the teller the wrong way? Why didn't he tell him the right way to build a Mishkan and to build a cable? Very good, Chaim. Why does the Torah tell us to make the Koshin first, but they actually made the Ephod first? Same answer. You know why? What Hashem told Moshe way back in Truma to make the Aron first, that doesn't mean you make the Aron first. That means the Aron is the most important keli. Actually, when you come to making it, you make the building first. Same thing with the Choshen is the most important thing, but you have to make the Ephod because the Choshen hangs on the Ephod. So Betzalel at 13 was Betzal Kale. He had Ruach HaKodesh. He knew that Hashem told Moshe the important keli, but it doesn't mean it's made first. That's why he's a Navi. That's why I would say Absal was a Navi at 13. Yeah. Okay. Very good, Chaim. Thank you so much. Who's next? Peril? Yeah. Go ahead, Peril. I want to answer the question about the four main people mentioned in the Megillah. The what? The four what? The four people mentioned in the Megillah. Oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Haman, Mordechai, Esther, and Very good. Now, that was an easy question. Let me ask you, when did Purim happen? In Adar. I know, but what, around what period in Jewish history? Pesach. Uh, <laughs> how could it be? It's a month. Well, uh, Purim happened 11, what do you mean Pesach? Pesach is in Nisan and Purim is in Adar. When yeah, did it, Purim, yeah, I mean to say not, I don't mean to say on the calendar, what, holy, listen to um, me, no, I don't mean, uh, I don't mean uh, what month, what, when, what, by Rishon, by Shani, when? After Aleph. I know, by Rishon, by Shani, what, you by when? By Shani. By what, before, after, or in the middle? In the middle. No way. It's right before building by Shani. Uh, because they, Rabbi Shveris gave permission to build Bayashani. 
after they defeated the Gog, the Bene Haman, then there was no Jew anymore that and no Goyim who wanted to destroy us, and we could build the Bayesheni, no one would bother us. So it was the beginning, beginning of Bayesheni. Hanukkah was in the middle, in the middle, two hundred years later. Esther Peril, you're a very smart girl. Can I ask you another question? Oh, thank you. You're yes. welcome. I ask you one more question. Tell me, ask you, how do you spell Purim? Hello? You are... No, I don't mean English. I don't mean that. Oh. How do you spell... Yeah. Pay? Pay? I'm confused now, Pooh. How do you spell Pooh? I don't remember. Pay, Vov, and then comes what? Yud. No, Reish, Pur. Reish. Then? Mem. Yud, Mem, Purim. Yep. You know Purim. what Purim means? Simcha. No. Time to enjoy. No, Celebrate. Purim means a lottery. When I throw a dice or cards, I'm taking a chance. That's a lottery. And Purim, many lotteries. Haman threw lotteries, which month it should come out on. And it came out on the month that Moshe died. Adore, but he didn't realize Moshe was born also in Purim, so it came out very unlucky for him and very lucky for us. P- Peril, you want a CD? Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. Stay online. I love you, Next show. caller, please. Rivka, you on there? Yeah. Um, the question that I wanted to answer were answered, so could you ask me another one? Sure. Let me ask you, how old do you think was Mordecai? 20, 80, 100? What do you think? Hello? Um, well, he, he, was, uh, he was around at the end of Vice Rishon, and now he's at the beginning of Vice Shaney. So how much you think he is? About how much? How old? 80. Yeah, right. It's 90, actually 95. Because he was like 20 years old when the Vice Rishon was destroyed in 70 and 20 is 90, and, and they started to build the second Vice. About 95 he was, yeah. Very good, Rivka. Let's go to the next caller. Shandy, you're in the air. Um, I want to answer a few questions. Go ahead. Um, the first one, um, why, um, why there's no hoches perm in... Yeah, go ahead. Um, because there's no hoches perm, but there's hoches megillah. Ah, you're the smartest one. Hilchas Megillah. Wonderful. Why is there no Hilchas Purim? Tell, and in the middle of Hilchas Purim, you can tell me about the Megillah. In the middle of Hanukkah, they tell you about lighting yeah. the menorah. So why can't you have Hilchas Purim? And in the middle, they tell you about uh, reading, reading the Megillah. Because the this, main point this is, is the Megillah? Huh? The main point is the Megillah? Let me tell you, you're very close. You see, the Hanukkah lights must be lit on the 25th day of Kislev. The Megillah, according to the Gemara, you can read it on the 11th, 12th, 13th, or the 14th, or in Yerushalayim, the 15th. So the Megillah does not come out on a definite day. Purim uh, does not come out on a definite day, but Hill's Megillah... That, that you have to read, but it doesn't have to be on Purim. You could have read it on the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, or 15th in Yerushalayim. So 
the you can't have Hilchas Megillah because Megillah could be read on any day, but uh, Hilchas uh, Megillah, Megillah you have to read, yeah. But Purim, Purim could uh, you, Purim is um, it's called Hilchas Megillah because the Ikerzach is the Megillah. You can't say Hilchas Purim because sometimes you don't read the Megillah on Purim. You read it before. Very good. You get a CD, Cheney. Okay, I want to answer also um, on which one's more important. What? Um, oh, yeah, which is more important? Um, the Megillah, because ladies also have to... Oh, ladies are mechuyev. That's one reason. And number two is that la- reading the Megillah once a year is a mitzvah, one of the seven mitzvahs there are born on. Reading the Torah is not a mitzvah ever. It's a minhag. The only mitzvah of reading the Torah is three lines once a year, Pasha Zachar. But every Shabbos and Yontif, a Monday and Thursday, it's a minhag. But Megillah is a mitzvah, a the Rabbanon. Very good. Also, um, Go ahead. I want to answer why um, Tanis Esther is a, is a minhag. Yep. Because, um, because it's not part of the... the the five fast days that are because of the carbon. It's only one. Not why is it? What do you mean? The question was why is Megillah, Tanz um, um, Esther, so weak? You can even eat if you have a little headache, but the others you have to suffer. Why? Because the others are for the carbon. And this. This for you're right. This others for the four are for the korban. Yom Kippur is out of it. That's nothing to do with it. That's a yontif for nothing to do with the korban. So you have out of the six, five of the. Four of the five is Chorban, and Esther has nothing to do with the Chorban. It's a different country, Persia, and nothing bad ever happened to Purim. We killed them, 75,000. They didn't kill one of us. Therefore, we're Makel. It's a Minhag to fast on Purim, but it's an Isser to eat on the others. There's a very good. You get a CD, okay, Shandy? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, uh, engineer, we have an echo. We cannot continue like this. Every call, I hear my voice. You have to fix it up. We cannot go further until you fix the echo. Because I hear myself on every telephone call. Uh, is that a problem you can fix? I hope you... Okay, but you have to fix the echo. Go ahead, Leo. You on Leo, you on there. Leo, you on there. Hello? Hello, Leo. You on there. Yeah. I wanted to answer. Um, Perm happened in 2404 or 3405. Where, where, where? 3404. 3404. What year was that? What was going on then? That was the end of Bayashani, the beginning of Bayashani, what? It was after Horbin Bayashishon. Right. How many years later? Um, 3338 was Horbin so. Yeah, and how many years later was Purim? How many years later was Perm? Yep. I'm not good at math. I don't know. Well, about one year, two years, a hundred years, five hundred years. Hundred, three hundred. <laughs> no, no, hundred. You know, no. Listen, Leia. Uh, the vice Rishon was destroyed. There was seventy years of Gullah's Bavel. Then started the Bayashani. So it's exactly seventy years after the destruction years, of the yeah. first. So it's seventy years. Very good. You're and a very then smart also, girl. I heard one time that Haman was ninety-five. Right. Correct. And he used um, to work for Mordechai, and they were both about 95. Can you imagine this 95-year-old guy causing so much trouble? Wow. Those people lived a long time. They were strong people. Okay, Leah, thank you so much for calling. Okay, fine. What were other, so, some other questions? 
Well, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. If you can answer all the questions, go ahead. What were they? I don't remember everyone. Oh, how many guys were killed? It says in the Megillah. Call me back when you found out the answer, all right? Thank you. You're welcome. Next caller. David, you have to engineer. You got to take away the echo, please. All right, hello. David, go ahead. Hello? Go ahead, David. You're on there. Could you ask me a question? Yeah, how many people were killed by the Eden in the Megillah? By the Yitin or... Yeah, by in, in, in the war there against the B'nai, uh, Hama, uh, B'nai Agag, Agog, you know, how many were killed, does it say, in the Megillah? Eleven or ten? No, 75,810. It says in the Megillah at the end. It says 300, five, first 500, then 300, then 75,000. So 75,810 sons of Haman. 711, really, with, uh, with uh, Haman and his ten sons. Very good. i ask you one more question. Um, how long was the party? A month or two months? Um, more than two months. Right. How many months? 180 days. How many months is that? Like four. Well, 30 Five. days times six. It's 180 days. That's how long the party was. Six months. Everybody was getting shaker for eight, for six months, 180 days. They Jews went to that party. That's why they were punished. They shouldn't have gone to a party because very bad to be in a party where the Ummah Olam are celebrating with their wild things. We're not allowed to be in such a party, even if the food is kosher. But the entertainment was not kosher. All right, Doug, um, very good. What's your name? David. David. Oh, David, right. I have your name down here. Okay, David, thank you so much. Next caller. Well, he is there. Go ahead. He is there. Um, I want to answer, um, how old was Esther? Yeah, go ahead. Um, some people say she was 40, and some people say she was 70. You know what? You're right. So I took an average in between. What do you think the average would be between 40 and 70? Um, probably about 58. Right. You'll get a CD, just if she was about 60 years old. Some say 40 to 80. So about 60, right. And I'm giving you a CD, okay? Should I wait online? Yeah, yeah, what about stay online? You know any other answers? Uh, no, but... Uh, you go ahead. Um, I think I know, like, how much, like, of the basics, like, um, of also, like, you know, like, um, Haman and the ten, the eleven sons that makes twelve, and then um, no eleven. Yeah, ten sons and, then and one daughter. Ten Nazis, so that makes twenty-two. What? Ten, what? Um, you know how much people were killed, like from like the actual story. Um, the, there was like not like anybody else, but like the Haman and the not ten Nazis. Haman and his. 22 people. No, no, no. Is, uh, no, no. There were 75,800 people killed. It says in the Megillah. 500, 300, and 75,000. At 75,800. And uh, Haman's 10 sons is uh, 10. 75, 8, 10. And the father, a year before, uh, 75,811 people. Uh, that's how many Jews, appear, how many Goyim Jews killed 
and uh, and Achishverosh let him do it because he became I don't know the last minute became a Balchuva and he let a Haman when when he died the day one year after the Purim story he died and you know who became the emperor of Persia Mordechai and the queen was Esther she was the they were husband and wife the king and the queen of a Galicia country called Persia and Persia today is called. Iran, and does anybody know where Haman is buried and uh, Esther? Uh, if there's any Iranian there listening, any Farsi, call me up right now and tell me where is Haman, I mean, Mordecai and Esther buried. Anybody who is a Farsi from, comes from Iraq or Iran, call 718-683-5858. I want to hear a Farsi, a guy from Iran. Uh, or Iraq, um, call me and tell me where Mordechai and Esther are buried. Cool. All I'm right, Eliezer. Huh? To tell them where someone was buried. All right. Okay. All right, very good. Uh, thank you. Next caller, please. Shmuley. go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead, Jim. Ask me a question. Why does a guy in Gaza have to take off his golden clothing if all around the room, it's gold. What's that? Why did the guy in Gaza have to take off his gold clothing if mostly all around the room there is gold? I didn't hear the question. Why did they do what? Why did the guy in Gaza have to take off his golden clothes? Who? Who took off their clothes? The the gold clothes. The Kain Gadol have to take off his gold clothes. Why? Anyone? In the Megillus Esther? No. In the Parsha. Oh, why do you have to take off his gold clothes? Why do, what do you think? I don't know. In the Parsha, it doesn't say anywhere he takes off his gold clothes, by the way. He never had gold clothes. He had gold fibers inside the other fabrics, but he never had gold clothes. He only had a, a tits on the forehead that was gold, and that was not a clothes. That was a toxin. But he didn't say anywhere he has to take off his gold clothes. You show me where it says that. Okay? On Yom Kippur, when he went into tradition. Yeah, you know why? Because you don't want to have a remez for the agel, which was made out of gold. So you have to come in with white garments the made out of linen because you don't want to... But the orange was gold. Ah, very good. But that stays there. You cannot come in and introduce Kohen Aram, who made the Egel. He cannot wear any any gold because that's called a Kateger becomes a Sanager. You are trying to defend Claudius Rome, and you're going to get accused because you, Aram, who comes in uh, to the uh, coach, you did the Egel. You shouldn't wear any gold because you're the one that did it. So, therefore, they only wear white. Very good question, Shmuley. All right, Shmuley, let's go to the next caller. Uh, Yeshua. Yehoshua, go ahead. Um, uh, Mordechai was buried in Hamadan. Woo! How did you know that? Because my, my, because my mother is, um, my mother is Persian. Oh, your mother's a Pharisee. Hamadan. You know what they called that years ago? Susa. Shushan. 
Habir over Susa, but they, they all the Pharisees know that it's Hamadan. Right. Do you know the three main cities in Persia that Jews lived in beside Hamadan? Um, what about Tehran? Tehran. And Hamadan is another one. Mm. You asked, call, call, ask another Pharisee and call me back. Okay. Bye-bye. What's who's the next caller? Uh, we have uh, Brandy. Brandy? Go ahead, Brandy. Could Go ahead, Brandy. Can I answer a question? Oh, yeah. When, uh, let me ask you, how many, why did the Chachamim accept Megillus Esther in Tanakh if Tanakh was closed? Too hard for you, maybe. Um, tell me, how do you spell Haman? Hey, Memnon. Really? Do you know the gematria of that? Hey is how much? Five. And Mem? Four. Four. Forty. And, Mem and 40. Nun? And Nun is fifty. How much is fifty and forty? Ninety-five. Uh, well, uh, Ninety-five. And you know if you add up nine and five, what you get? Fourteen. And if you add up one and four, you get five. Yes, yeah, so he wanted to wipe out the Torah, which is written on Haman, was written on five Chumashim. That's why he's an evil man. You get, uh, Brenda, you get a CD. How's that? Thank you. You're welcome. Next caller, please. Uh, Mayor. Mayor, you're on the air. Go ahead, Mayor. Mayor, go ahead. Mayor? Okay, let's go to Yehuda. All right, Yehuda, go ahead. Hello? Yehuda, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, Yehuda, you're on the air. This is Mayor. Oh, Mayor. Okay, Mayor. Another Mayor. Okay, go ahead, Mayor. I wanted to answer the, the question about who, where else were the Jews living in Iran. Yeah, beside Tehran and Hamadan, where were they living? Isfahan. Isfahan. How do I know this? How do I know I'm a Ashkenazi? How do I know all this stuff? Because I used to hang around with Sephardim. They either came from Isfahan, Hamadan, or Tehran. That's where they mostly lived. Is that in Iraq or Iran? It is in Iran. Iran. Iran is called Persia. And no years longer. ago, the no whole thing... Persia. Huh? No longer uh, years Persia. ago, Iran and Iraq was one big thing called Babel. Yeah, but now it's two countries. It's called um, Iran and Iraq. Okay, Isfahan, Hamadan, and Tehran. Very good. You know anything else? Can I ask you how long was that party? It was uh, six months long. How many days is that? 180 days. Woo, you're a smart guy. Let me ask you something. What described that party? What was special about it? Anything fancy going on over there? Yes, a lot of naked girls. Hundred <laughs> percent right. So it says there that the co the food was a hundred percent kosher because they wanted the Eden to come. The kosher, the food was not kosher, and the wine was not stam yenum, and it was no yashan. It was kosher food, but very trace entertainment, and that's much worse than eating chazer. Entertainment goes through your mind where you think Torah. Your intelligence is contaminated. is much worse than your body is contaminated because your animals eat and you eat. Animals uh, mate and you mate. But animals don't think like you about Hashem. So therefore, when you contaminate the mind of Odezara, that's much worse 
than doing any aver of the body, because you only human beings are given a brain to think about Hashem. And a horse doesn't know that he's going to die, but a person does. Therefore, Mayor, you're such a smart guy, I'm giving you a CD. How's that? <laughs> Go ahead, next. Um, Miriam, you're on there. Go ahead, Miriam. I love your show. I just wanted to tell you one thing that you said um, before. You told someone who called that Achashverosh um, became a Baal Shuba, but really, Rashi says, you're 100% right. He was a Russian from the beginning to the end. However, some way Hashem permitted him to allow the Eden to build the base of Mikdash, whatever is the reason. He did allow them to build the base of Mikdash, and he made, and he said, when I die, Mordechai becomes the prime minister, and um, Esther becomes the queen, and there was no country in the world where there was a Jewish husband and wife who were the king of a Gaisha country, a king and a queen. That's pretty interesting. Yes, he was a Russia, but Hashem controlled him, like Hashem controls a donkey to speak to Bilaam, and he controls a lot of things. He was a Russia, but Hashem let them for two days kill a hundred... Uh, I mean, 75,811 people. That's pretty good. You're right. He was a Russian from the beginning to the end. However, Hashem used him, and look what happened. We have a Yantapuram. Miriam, very good. You want a CD? Okay. All right, go to, so hang on. They'll tell you how to get it. All right, now, number 17. Who's next? Uh, Yehuda. Yehuda, go ahead. You want I'm fine. Okay, what, what's the question? Easy question. Oh, you want a easy question? Yeah. Okay, what month does Purim come out? Adar. What day of Adar? You Could it be you te- uh 15 also? Yeah. Where? Tell your father he's a smart man. <laughs> Thank you, Yehuda. What is, you have a middle name, Yehuda? Yonah. Yonah. Yehuda, Yonah. Were you born on Yom Kippur? No. Where were you born? What day? Hello. All right, next caller. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, you want a CD? Yeah. I'm going to give you a CD. Engineer, give Yehuda Yona a CD. All right, next caller, please. Thank you. So you're welcome. Who? Chaya, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, could you ask me a question? Yeah, are women, you're allowed to count women to a minion for the uh, Megillah? No. Yeah, you're allowed to. You are? Oh. Your mission brother says that some say... For Megillah, you can count a woman. For let's say you need, want to read a bracha from a Megillah public reading, you know, make a bracha. You need a minion. If you read it at home from a Megillah, you don't um, you don't make a bracha. But if you read it flat in the public, you have to now you can count the woman as the tenth person because you know why the whole miracle of Purim came by a woman, Esther. Not Mordechai. Esther put her life in danger. She went to the king on. Um, unannounced, and no one can come to the king unless he calls you. You could have your head cut off. She took a chance, because Mordechai, her husband, who is the God of Hador, one of the members of the Anshik Knesset he says, you better go into the king right now, take a chance, 
because this is the reason you became a queen. You're going to save Klaus Israel. And even though he didn't announce, ask for you, take a chance. He may kill you, but he may, you know, like you and say, okay, what is it? What can I do for you? She went in and she said, I want to invite you to a party tonight. And then the next day, another party. And then he finally got home and killed. And therefore, since she was Moser Nefesh, and the whole Purim story, miracle came only because of a woman. Therefore, the Mishnah Bruce says, Yesh Omrim. Some say you can count her to a minion of Megillah. 100% right. Uh, Kaya, you get a CD. How's that? Thank you. You're welcome. Who's number nine? Aliza. Aliza, you're on there. Hello? Go ahead, Aliza. Go ahead. Um, ask me a question. Yeah, where is, where did, the, what country did Purim happen in? Did what? Which, which country did Purim happen? Israel? Iran. Iran. What do you, how do you call that in Hebrew? Um, mommy, how do you call that in Hebrew? <laughs> Iran. Hebrew? Iran, no, no, how do you call it in Hebrew? Iran, Iran. No, 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 um, it's not Hebrew. Hey, mommy, that's not Hebrew. You um, I don't know. Paras, Persia. Um, you know what city? You know what city Mordechai is buried? Um, where's Mordechai buried? Huh? Where's Mordechai buried? Hamadan. 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 Your mother is she a Persian? Yeah. Oh, you're a Pharisee. Okay, because you're such a sweet Pharisee, you get a CD. How's that? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, number 20. Uh, that's it for now. That's it for now. Okay. Now, let me tell you, Abhoisai, we have some very smart people. Let me tell you some stuff you don't know. Secrets of the Torah. Do you know why um, Marduk, uh, Esther and Marduk, uh Adachai and Mordechai and Esther could convince the Chachamim to break open Tanakh and put in another safer number 24, because Esther, I'm going to tell you something that will blow the socks off your feet. She said, Chachamim, the Megillah has 167 Pesukim. They said, yes, so. Look in the Torah. Two places where Amalek is mentioned. Vayovo Amalek and Zachar Asher Asolcho Amalek. Exactly 167 words. And they said, this is the Simen Min HaShomayim. And they put it into Tanakh, the last book, number 24, is Megillus Esther, because there's 167 Pesukim in the Megillah. There's 167 words in the two places. Vayovo Amolek and Zechar Sha'osulokho Amolek. And in Vayovo Amolek is 121 words. And in Zechariah, she also at 47. If you add a 1 to 1 and 47, you get to 168, uh, 167. And the Basukim are 167. And that's a simon, minashomayim, that it belongs in Tanakh. Woo! And then she sent to the Chachamim, Kosvuni Ledoros, write me in Tanakh forever. And they found a Pusik, uh, Moshe said, to Yeshua after he feed, defeated the Amalek, Kesov Zos Zikaron. Kesov is written one time in the Torah by Yov Amalek. Zos is in Vayetzei, Zachar. And Zikaron is Megillus Esther. So here is a Siman that 
that the Megillus Esther will be included in Tanakh. Hundred and six. You want to learn about this Megillus Yudtes? A Masechta Megillah Yudtes. It says there she wrote to the Chachamim, Kasuni Ladot, write me down forever. Means put me in Tanakh. And look at Masechta Megillah Yudtes. And um, they said um, 167 plus Okim, 167 words, and that is a proof that uh, it belongs in Tanakh. Also, if we have a caller, interrupt me, uh, engineer, but Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Persia, Iran. And then comes Evil Merodach, his son, who hated his father. After the father died, he put him on the back of a wagon and dragged him around the streets of um, wherever they was the capital of Persia. Then came behind him Dayovesh, um, Farsi, and his wife was Vashti. His, his daughter was Vashti. She was the blue blood. She came from the granddaughter of the Vukhanetsu. She married a plain guy, Achashveros, who killed his wife. And after Achashveros, the king of Persia was Mordechai. So you see, they don't know if if um, Achishveros was a Shoita or a Chocham, because he killed his wife because of his friend, and he killed his friend because of his wife. First he killed his wife, Vashti, because of his friend, Homan, and then he killed his friend, Homan, because of his wife, Esther. So he killed his wife uh, because of his friend, and then he killed his friend because of his wife. How do you know that Esther had two mothers and no father? Does anybody know how Esther had two mothers and no father? It says it right in the Megillah. Uh, you want to know where? Well, I don't know. Maybe there's a caller who knows this. Is there any callers, engineer? Yeah, we have a few. Go ahead. Let call, let's call. Uh, I mean, let's... Eliezer, you want to... Yes, I want to answer where Haman was buried and... Um, um, it's called Esther and and what is that quite? What is that again? I want to answer where Haman and Esther and Mordechai were buried. Haman, no, but Mordechai, Haman was not buried. He was killed. But Haman, um, Mordechai, where were they buried? In Shushan, Hamandan. Where? Hamandan. Where was Mordechai buried? Where? Hamadan. Hamadan. You know where that is? In Iran. Iran. Are you Iranian? My father is. Oh, he's a Pharisee. Sure, Hamadan. And years ago, that was called Susa. Susa means Shushan. But real name is Hamadan. And you know the three cities in Iran where the Jews live? Um, not really. I'll tell you. I know from my is, father. Is your father there listening? No, my mother is. Uh, Mrs. Um, whoever you are, you know the answer to that. Hamadan, Isfahan, and Tehran. That's where he didn't live in, in uh, Iran. And now, is um, Hamadan Iraq or Iran? Which one? Um, Iran. Iran. 100% right. You are a smart boy. What's your name? Eliezer Kashani. Eliezer, you want a, 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 a CD? I already earned one. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next caller. Esther, go ahead, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, go can I have a question, please? 
Yeah, tell me, um, was what holiday came out of uh, uh, this Muhammad um, Mordechai and Esther? Purim. Purim. And what ham- uh, holiday came out of Matis Yahu and Yehudis? Hanukkah. Ooh! And who was the greatest? What happened on Shavuos? On Shavuos, um, they got the Torah. And what happened on Sukkot? Um, they... It just slipped my mind. And um, what happened on Lagba Omer? They were getting the Torah. For What's the great man that died on Lagba Omer? What? Oh, Who's yeah. Who's the great man Shimon that died on Lagba Omer? Shimon Bar Yochai. You know everything. What's your name? Esther. Tavaster Aretz. What's your name? Tavaster. Esther? Tova Esther. Oh, Tova Esther. You get a CD, Tova Esther. Okay. You, thank you're you. very smart. Okay, let's go to the caller. Thank you. Shlomo, you're on the air. Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to ask uh, the son, the son of uh, Evel Morodach was uh, was not Yavish, right? It was uh, wasn't it the son. The son of Avil Morodach was hold it, Yavish, Yeah, I think it's Belshazzar. Uh, what's that? I think it's Belshazzar. Belshazzar could be. Maybe he had a few sons. Could be. It makes sense. Balshatzar wore the big day kahuna, and he had a horrible death. Yeah. Could be Balshatzar, you know, because he had a lot of sons. I'm not going to say no, but if you know, if you know Tanakh, could be. Anyhow, can I ask you a question? How did Esther, uh, Esther convince Chachamim to put the, the, the Megillus Esther in Tanakh? Uh, how did she convince the Chachamim to put the uh, Megillus Esther in Tanakh? It was already closed to Tanakh. Oh, that's a good question. I said it two minutes ago. Yeah, so, well, she she found a way that to be, to be marumas in Tanakh. Yeah, how? Aster, Aster, Panay, is that what you're talking about? No, there's 167 Pesukim in Megillah, and she found in the Torah, when it talks about a Amalek, Zachar, and, and Bayova Amalek, exactly 167 words. And she said, this is a Remez Vinah Shemayim, this Megillah, which talks about Haman, who is from Amalek, must be in Tanakh. And they said, you're right, we're putting it in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shlomo, you're a very smart guy. Thank you for calling. All right, last call. 23. Who said? Last call, Yeshua. Yeshua, go ahead. Um, you told me I should call you back. Yeah. So, um, I, so I know the names of the city. Go ahead. Um, Tehran, I mean, Tehran, Esfahan, and Shiraz. Woo! You are right. You get a CD. Tehran, Isfahan, and Shiraz. That's where the from Jews live. You right? You get a CD? Yoshua, you are a very smart boy. How old are you? I'm seven. Seven? Wow. You know how to say seven in Hebrew? Huh? Um, uh, Sheva. Right. You know how to spell it? Uh, Shin Be'ain. You are a genius. <laughs> you are a Guy. Okay, you get a CD, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. It is now 4 o'clock, Rabbi Zai, after. It was a wonderful time. 
next week, how can we talk about McGillis Esther? We ask you everything already, didn't we? I'll try to think up 15 different questions for next week. Okay, everybody say, have a wonderful day, and remember them. Atem hadveikim b'ashem melekeichem chayim kuchem hayom. Stick to Torah, you are alive. Zayit gezun and brachav hatzlachat.